Hey guys, Dr. B here, and in today's episode of Staying Connected, we go a little heavy. I think it's important for the Staying Connected podcast to be intuitive and innately driven. And so at the time of this recording, I was really struggling with just some pervasive deception in culture, and I wanted to, to lay it straight. And so I think it's a good, it's a good listen and I hope you enjoy it. Um, do me a favor. If you like it, even if you don't, I want you to hit me up on social media at D-R-E-N-B-U-L-O. Let me know you're listening. Let me know what you think. And I can't wait to hear from you. We'll talk to you soon. Here's the episode. So poison is a funny thing. You know, <laughs> very often mistruths are wrapped in blankets of truth. And like poison, they can enter into your mind and slowly deceive you and lead you down a path that is really just incongruent with who you're supposed to be. And I'm sure you can take that and apply it in different ways in your situation. But one of the things that I've found comfort in or or I've found to be an effective filter by which to kind of let things come into my world, I mean, goes back to basically those little bracelets, those WWJD bracelets. What would Jesus do? I almost want to like recreate one that would say WWJT. What would Jesus think? How would Jesus... So, If someone says to you, hey man, I like eating apples, and I think everybody should eat apples, you could run that through the Jesus filter. Like, Is that something Christ would say? Would he say, hey, I like eating apples, and I think everyone should eat apples? Maybe. I don't know. But there's a lot of like ultra woke, self-entitled, self-aggrandizing, you know, stuff out in culture right now and everyone thinks they're an influencer and everyone's got something to say and everyone's got something to share. I mean, heck, I'm doing this podcast, right? But a lot of it sounds like great advice and like, especially in the space, in the current generation where instead of reconciling relationships or getting over hurts, past hurts or forgiving very often it's being advocated just to put up a barrier between you and the person who hurt you. And all I'm saying is I don't know that Christ would do that. I don't know that Christ would put up a barrier. You know what I mean? That literally a quote from one of these influencers was sometimes the best thing we can do is just walk away and leave things as they are. And it sounds like really like fulfilling, right? Like I'm just going to walk away and let it go, man. Let it go. Well, I agree with forgiveness. And in that respect, I'm choosing to walk away from my feelings of hurt and resentment and I'm giving them to Christ. But I'm not, but but I'm not going to put a barrier up as I, and I'm not even going to walk away. I'm not even going to distance myself. I'm going to continue to live in love as best as I can. And I know, I know it's easier said than done, but I don't want to be a person with walls up in my life or quote unquote boundaries. I stand 
on the rock. I stand firm in my relationship with God. And in doing so, I'd like to think and live as though you can't hurt me. You can't touch me. I'm a child of the most high God. You know what I mean? Like, so what could you ever do that would make me need a boundary? Unless you're physically going to assault me or my family. You know what I mean? And I just think a good filter for that is the, you know, the classic, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus think? I just don't think he would say, I just chose to walk away from that relationship. You know what I mean? I chose to distance myself for my own mental state and my emotional well-being. You know what I mean? Does Christ have emotional well-being? Does he need a retreat? Does he? Does Christ need time? You know what? Just give me some time. I can't deal with you right now. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you imagine if Christ said that, that kind of stuff? Like, that relationship has run its course. So I'm just doing right by me and I'm walking away. In fact, there was a, there was an album back in the day by a metal band called Zayo called the funeral of God. And the premise was what if God were in fact to give up on humanity because humanity had so wronged him over and over and over again, neglect, abuse, misuse, misinterpretation, like all of, there's nothing new under the sun and all the things that we think are unique to us, our hurts and our pains, God has endured in one shape, form or another. And the message of the gospel is that even with all of those hurts and all of those pains, because God is good, he said, it's all right, I'm not putting a wall up. I'm still standing right here for you and I still love you. And it's not because of anything we did because <laughs> of course we messed it all up. So it's not like it's not like his presence and or forgiveness is any different based on the wrong that we did or the amount of good or the deservedness of us it has nothing to do with us. It has to do with his goodness. So if someone hurts me or if someone is an estranged family member or if someone annoys the hell out of me or, or viciously attacks my family verbally or emotionally, we did all that to Christ. What was his response? What was his response? You know what I mean? And how he responds is what I seek to emulate. Now, I've had a pretty easy life compared to most. I've been pretty blessed. I'd like to think it's because I chose this worldview early. So I don't think it's a coincidence. I think my blessings come from God, from walking in line with God. And that might sound like a righteous statement, but I do think there are virtues to a faith-based life beyond just the mental satisfaction or the wokeness of being spiritual. You know what I mean? I think it's a legitimate thing. I don't think it's a coincidence. And that, but that being said, heaven forbid I come on hard times. I would hope that I would 
look to God for the example, look to Christ for the example, and not some ultra-woke author that thinks they've found some sort of a unique solution within their own finite mind. I don't think that's how it works. And I think in some cases, not all, not all, but in some cases, I even think there's poison wrapped in cultural, mental, counseling advice. And we have to be careful with that because those seeds can be poisonous. And if they're planted in our hearts, then I don't, I'm not sure what kind of fruit it grows when we live a a worldly view. You know what I mean? Like a secular worldview of how to cope with the wrongs that people have done to us because it's secular and it's worldly. And that same advice comes from the same people who crucified Christ. We all did. So none of us have it all figured out, but he does. Not that he did. He does. And I just think that that's a more virtuous, a more secure and a more valid way of responding to our troubles is to look to him and see how he handled it. I just think that's it, man. I think that's truth and nothing but truth because he is truth. That's what the Bible scripture says. I am the way, the truth and the life. You know what I mean? So I, I can, I can, I'm all in on that idea. So I can look at the ideas that Christ gave out as being 100% truth, but advice from other people. I don't know because we're all flawed and fallen, but I can compare what other people are saying in books and podcasts and stuff. I can compare what they're saying And imagine, what if Christ were to say that? Is that in line with his example and his character? So that's what I do. And I hope that gives you some some things to think on. I appreciate you guys. And I hope that I I love you as Christ loves me. Because that's what I'm trying to do with all things. So God bless you. We'll talk to you guys again soon.